I am Tim, one of the Couch Critics, and I am joined on the sofa this week with Chalupa. Hello. And Brian. What's up, everybody? Uh, we decided to do a top, uh, a toe-to-toe. It's going to end up being like a top six with a full Pokemon team. But uh, yeah, with the Arceus coming out and uh, the new, ga- new, new game announced uh, recently... It felt like a good time to kind of get back into the nostalgia of Pokemon, something that is near and dear to all of our hearts, I found out. I love the original 150. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? You the guys have uh, where it's at. big nostalgia for uh, Pokemon? I'm a, oh, man. I'm a so pretty much. big Pokemon fan. I, I played a ton of Pokemon, even down to Pokemon Pinball. I fuck with Pokemon. <laughs> uh, it's Pokemon Arceus. I, I was calling it Arceus 2 for a while because I'm old, and then someone was like, no, it's Arceus, and then I looked it up. I was like, ah, shit, it is Arceus. Arceus is dumb. I'm Arceus sounds old. way better. I like to call it Arceus. Pokemon <laughs> <laughs> <Hogan> Arceus. <laughs> old man yells at clouds. I'm getting closer and closer every day, boys. Arceus? Arceus. Arceus? Like Zeus? It's Greek. If anybody uh, is looking for a Pokemon game to jump on and play, uh, definitely Arceus if you're looking for something that's mainstream. But uh, I think also, like, we might quickly cover... uh, Modernized. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Uh, Still got a lot of the right feel, and it's so cool to, like, come through some bushes and see Pokemon. I think... I like this game just because I can see where the series is going eventually. Like, the world still feels a little bit empty, but uh, there is a great deal of pe- uh, potential, and it actually feels a little fresher than a lot of the uh, the other games that have come out in the last few years. I, I agree. It is a little tedious, though. Like, it's not a game that, like, if you want to... Like, no game, no good, you know, game... RPG game that you play that you want to get 100% complete isn't going to be tedious to a degree. Yep. But get f- filling out Pokedex entries by like catching a stupid amount or like trying to basically like use moves like rest so that you can let some shitty Pokemon attack you like a bunch while you just keep <laughs> resting so that you fill your Pokedex entry. Like stuff like that's a little tedious. Uh, and I don't want to rotate out my lineup ridiculously. I don't want to like catch an Abra and then like train up that Abra in my lineup and use teleport like a 30 fucking times to fill out the Pokedex entry when I can catch a Kadabra right next to the Abra. Right. Like, so stuff like that's a little annoying from, from my perspective. That's something that they could, I'm sure they'll tweak a little bit. Uh, it's it's good if you're just in the mood to like zone out and do repetitive tasks. Oh my god, and just sit there and throw like catch and crafting pokeballs and stuff like that. Like it's awesome from that perspective. Uh, you know, not having to spend all your money. How did you like but, the 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 story, the plot reasoning behind? Uh, okay, so in Arceus. Arceus in Arceus when uh, you start the game you basically fall through the sky because you've been sent back in time or something I'm not exactly sure what the story is so you're in a time before technology and people are just getting used to Pokemon which will cover uh, a fan theory later on but it 
it is possible that uh, this isn't Earth and that somehow humans have invaded the Pokemon's world. But instead of having technology to capture Pokemon in your Pokeballs, it's just the fact of the matter is every Pokemon can shrink down to an incredible size, and that's why they go into Pokeballs. Uh, how did you yeah. like that uh, plot device that they use? Yeah, it was cheese. <laughs> it was cheese. It, it, you know, Pokemon has never been a big uh, plot game for me. <laughs> like the the plots have always been very surface level. Uh, I I kind of miss the whole like just building out this absolute dominant team. Like you mm-hmm. got to be the best trainer in the world. Shit on Gary. I <laughs> <laughs> bend him over and give and give it to him because his name's gary yeah you're just lucky i'll see you next time what did you guys name gary i always named him butts or boobs (laughs) always gary it's like the worst name ever (laughs) keith named him keith tim defeated boobs you take that back i always named him gary because gary is a horrible name (laughs) think about it would you ever name your child gary God, Gary's just, no, it doesn't, it's not a good name. Even if it's a family name for either of you, fuck them. <laughs> the South Park episode, I can never not hear Gary and think of Oprah's minge. Or sorry, Oprah's butthole. Yeah, my dad's middle name's Gary, but that just goes to show they didn't want to name him Gary. You're, even your dad knows. Your dad doesn't like that name. He hates his middle name. Gary is synonymous with Winnipeg. they're one in the same (laughs) there has been talks about changing the name of winnipeg to gary and but people just don't see the difference the whole uh the whole bit with um gary indiana in parks and rec where uh they get like the guy jerry they and like they 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 make fun of gary in indiana all the time but the guy's name is Gary in the show, but they've just, they've called him Jerry for years and he's just like, let it slide. <laughs> and he's like a pushover. I guess what, like you, you raise a really good point. You really don't want to draw back the curtain too much on what Pokemon is. Cause you're like, I wrote this joke. Uh, do you think Michael Vick was actually just LARPing as a Pokemon trainer? Uh, yeah, it's uh, y- you don't really want to pull back the the illusion of a ten year old fighting animals for fun. <laughs> you gotta <laughs> you gotta stay surface level on Pokemon. Man, it's in their nature. It's in their absolute <laughs> nature. <laughs> they love they it. Want to, right? They want they to. They want to. I'm more impressed how Pokemon teaches children about being gay at such an early age. I think it's very impressive and teaches them that it's okay. I mean, Professor Oak is so successful, even though, uh, <laughs> even though he's. I figured he was. <laughs> I figured he was just a milf hunter, like you know, he's like pretty much the only male in the town. Ash, leave town. And he's like, yeah, and say, hey, get out of here. <laughs> Let me just hang out with your mom for a bit. What's up, milf hunter? That's a name Uncle. I have not heard in a long time. <laughs> I, uh, no, I believe, uh, I believe he's gay. I think, uh, and maybe not, maybe not gay, but it probably a furry. I don't think you can spend that much time around animals and not be, not be a furry. <laughs> I've met a few furries online over my years, 
and they all like animals as much, if not, you know, if not less than Professor Oak does. <laughs> you know what? Um, I'm gonna have to call you on that because that that is a odd line of logic. So, like, you go to a furry convention, they're all veterinarians, they're zookeepers, they're guys that run dog sleds. You spend enough Listen, time around an animal, you're gonna get attracted to it. No, there's a different kind of love of animals that Professor Oak has compared to veterinarians. <laughs> okay, Professor Oak has a deep love of animals. Maybe too deep. Maybe six inches deep. Kind of <laughs> oh, love no. Can you deliver oh, this parcel I... to Bill? <sighs> <laughs> Oak has a thing for Bill. Wait, are they related? No, they're not. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. Maybe... maybe... I don't know. Professor Oak's fucked. That's what it comes down. <laughs> In the end, he's fucked. He's fucked. Uh, whether his motives are because he wants to bang a mother, yeah, <laughs> or whether his motives are because he's just a little flamboyant, uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's interesting. It's like Maybe that. he just likes being around animals and children. Why are all his assistants male? Everyone asks those questions, huh? Huh? Why Misogyny? are all male? Where is female? Where is female assistant? <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, you know what? Maybe to get a job at Professor Oak's prestigious office, you got to do a thing or two, and maybe he doesn't like when women do those things. Maybe you raise a valid point. Uh, but... Maybe Oak's the wine scene of uh, the Pokemon world. He's like, um, oh, fuck, what's his name from uh, Tiger King? Joe Exotic? Oh. Yeah, he's Joe Exotic. He's always hitting on the <laughs> the <Yeah>. male help. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, let's get drunk, maybe get a little high, play some games, rush around naked. What's up? Hey, Ash, I know I gave you Charmander, but I can also give you Bulbasaur. <laughs> you just got to do something for me. My balls and are it's sore. Not... And it's not to hand your mom this note. <laughs> it's come to the back room real quick. Let's see what's going oh, on. No. Yeah. And I, another I, thing too. Why are all the females uh, police officers, and uh, you know, like, or, or all the police officers female? Why are all the, you know, the healthcare workers female too? Yeah. There's no well, males working healthcare jobs or uh, you know enforcement jobs. What's going on there? Uh, yeah. I mean, they got that right with the healthcare. <laughs> I was going to say, should only be women. Professor Oak works into a laboratory, so he needs people that are competent with math and sciences. So, like, maybe he just picked the people that were best for the job. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm not yeah, following yeah. diversity at all. <laughs> There's yeah, a goddamn yeah. chancy working in the healthcare over people. Pokemon <laughs> are taking her germs. They took her germs. You're allowed to pretend I, to be a have, doctor because you just have to press now. a button. <laughs> uh, Tim, also, you're wrong about the whole uh, maybe Professor Oak chose the best people for the job because none of his assistants are Asian. <laughs> oh, <laughs> want no. Sciences. <laughs> We're getting canceled. <laughs> oh, boy. It's not that Asians are the best at math and sciences. It's that they have the, the most aggressive parents in terms of their kids learning <laughs> oh god why are you booing me you know i'm right well you would uh... there's the hey, there's actual evidence behind the fact that ivy league schools are turning down asian population 
<laughs> That's factual. Really? Factual. Even though they're better qualified. That's a real problem. Huh. I, I, I represent the Asian community here <laughs> with that regard. My Asian listeners, hit us up. CouchCraigsCanada.gmail.com Let me know. Say, Brian, you're out of line. And I will say, sorry, I guess. The Asian delegation. Wu-Tang. Uh, Chalupa, you had mentioned like all of the, the healthcare workers, like the nurse joy and then the police officers, I forget her name. Like, uh, some fan theories say that like, oh, maybe they're all androids. Cause it's basically the same person, sketchy. but they, they're like, are uh, they all like related? Like they're all sisters and shit. That sounds like a programmed response from an Android to me, but yeah, okay. there's not a I lot Brock of Brock was saying that <laughs> sex that bots. curve. Yeah, he was he was aggressive. Machine gun jubbly. How'd I miss that? <laughs> uh, but uh, one of my favorite uh, fan theories. Well, I guess it's kind of a fan theory because they talk a lot about the Pokemon War, like what happened to all the adult yeah. males in the area. Oh, I knew your father. Yeah, yeah, the Lieutenant Surge. I think his name was the Electric yep. Gym Leader. Yep. That is the Pokemon game that I want to see that I don't think we ever can is like You wanna talk about gay people? Lieutenant Surge. <laughs> Little passive aggressive guy, you know? Not passive aggressive, pardon me, just all aggressive. That's how Lieutenant Surge survived the Pokemon War is that he got kicked out of the army for being gay. He's like the don't yeah. ask, don't tell, so he got sent home. Oh, and like aggressive, like rapey vibe gay. Like him and Raichu are just like Pinning people down, like not good, not good. Yeah, yeah. Him and Lieutenant Lieutenant. It's like Raichu got. It. Yeah, got it's like uh, going. it's like what is it called? Uh, uh, oh god, Defi- not Defiance. What was the fucking um movie with the uh, Deliverance? Deliverance with the creepy hillbilly rape scene. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see it, Lieutenant Surge. I'm pulling up a picture of him right now. Oh yeah, mm, that tank top, <laughs> that hair. Oh boy, um, mm. without we're like a primate, we're <laughs> like a primate. Without looking it up, do you guys remember how, how to get missing? No. Oh, didn't you have to swim somewhere? Yep. There was a step I just before don't remember that. Where surf. Um, Man, I really want to play this I, game I, again. It's been, like it's so much nostalgia. Well, and that's the awesome thing uh, that you can do, Chalupa, is with all the ROMs that are out there, people have created whole new stories, but it looks and feels like the the original game. Uh, there, there's so much more that you can do. Uh, there's more RPG elements in some. There's harder levels that you can have. Uh, there's more regions, so you can end up play, playing across like five or six different regions while you go i think i might be exaggerating there a little bit but uh you can also play as team rocket which is a lot of fun oh cool i I, yeah i never actually truly beat a game i like i i never had uh a game boy or console i just borrowed it from friends for so long and then my parents would realize i borrowed it and they'd be like you gotta return it now (laughs) affecting your homework in grade five um but yeah, like I remember like watching my my friends play cuz remember when you used to hang out with friends and you'd watch them play a single player game? 
that was lots of fun now so, kids yeah. pay anyway, for the privilege um, of that on twitch and it just weirds and me and then out. like i had buddies that buy the magazines and they would tell you like oh if you want to catch this you know you go to this part of the cave and all the good tips and whatnot and then they and then pokemon 64 oh my god that was a game changer was that uh the one where you went around taking pictures of the pokemon or the the big stadium? that was pokemon snap that was oh, nap. Okay. I, I I had a Pokemon. My parents were so naive with Pokemon. They would just buy me like whatever. They go, like, oh, he likes Pokemon. We'll get him. So they got me a book about Pokemon Snap, <laughs> which it was handy if you had the game. We didn't even have a console. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, thanks, guys. This is sweet. I think uh, Pokemon Stadium was 64. That was the, the like battle. Part of me, yeah. Pokemon 64, yeah. Pokemon Stadium. And, that, yeah. and you could actually play your um whatever game boy edition you had you could play it on the doug trio and it would like speed it up like five times oh so if you're on your bike you're just zipping around so like the battles were so fast you're zipping around the bike it was just that much faster so it really saved a lot of time if you wanted to play it that way i got a similar experience with uh, my parents they bought me like, cause I love the Pokemon cards too. Like I didn't play or anything. I didn't understand how to play the game, but I just, I liked collecting things. And instead of hockey cards, Pokemon cards were my thing, but it was so expensive at the time. Cause yeah. it was like that massive thing. My, uh, my mom came home one time and she was so proud because she got me this octagonal tin of Pokemon cards. And there was a whole whack of packs to open up. But as soon as like I saw the packs, the cards were oversized and like, it just it wasn't the trading card cards, and I tried so hard to not look shitty at this like gift <laughs> that she like dug for, yeah. like worked overtime to find and buy for me. I'm just like, yeah, but they're they're not red fucking cards. <laughs> I'm like, oh, thank you, so happy. You're a good son. Uh, yeah, but to this day I remember it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I gotta Wrong remember. Wrong goddamn card. So I want to ask you guys. What was your most memorable card? I had the holographic Maychamp. It was from like a starter. Oh pack. wow. That that's a big flex, no pun intended, but that's a massive flex. Because like Machamp, it's like, yeah, okay, like he was a pretty fucking powerful Pokemon for sure. Uh, a lot of people might like might kind of find him boring as a fighting type with not a whole lot of other stuff going on. But like fan favorite for, you know, young kids being like He's got four arms and he's fucking cool and he beats people up. Very, very cool. Somehow understands that he has to wear underpants, which is weird. (laughs) Yeah, what did they wear before? I don't think I had anything bigger than a hollow blast. Were you the Blastoise kid from that YouTube video? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Blastoise! (laughs) <laughs> so good i believe it's blastois <laughs> blastois we oui. <laughs> uh <laughs> um memorable for me i'm sure i had uh, like stronger cards and everything too but definitely memorable and unique was a holographic mr mime Yes. Oh, wow. nice. And I remember getting it from uh, for christmas and like it was it was a pack for my sister and I was like, oh, this is so cool. Mr. Mime, not super popular, but very rare uh, for holographic, too. And I was pretty pumped about it. I have no idea what happened to my Pokemon cards. But like, I remember opening up Pokemon cards. Like, I collected hockey cards. I, I collected football cards, all that kind of stuff. 
And there, like, I remember genuinely that there was a stronger feeling for me at that age opening up a pack of Pokemon cards over any hockey card pack. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, what's it going to be? I get to show off to my friends. We can battle, all that kind of stuff. So excited. Uh, the part of the Mandela effect uh, with the possible different dimensions and parallel universes, uh, the Pikachu trading card actually comes up quite a bit because a lot of people remember oh. that card having a black tip on his tail mm-hmm. but uh mm-hmm. in this universe he doesn't uh, he has black tips on his ears doesn't he he does yeah i thought so i had, I had a pikachu keychain nice so a little squishy foamy one mm. yeah pretty cool but yeah i, I don't yeah. remember a black tip on his tail um, who didn't love Pikachu? It's been really Pikachu, fun though, with in the show was such a bitch. What a little bitch! Not Pikachu, Ash more so than Pikachu. God, what a little bitch! Sorry yeah, they they kind of fit together. No, they they, they <laughs> kind of fit together. Um, it was really interesting with um, with Pokemon Go recently, or the last few years. That, that definitely like I know everyone was rolling their eyes and like the Gen Xers were like, oh god, how this shit again. But like for me, it was kind of. Oh yeah, I remember that Pokemon. Oh yeah, I remember that guy. Oh yeah, that's cool. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, my my last the last fire crew that I was a part of, all three of them would play Pokemon Go and battle together. They would get together and like, okay, yeah, we're gonna drive around and we're gonna go, like, you know, they. I'm like, hey, like a lot of the other leaders were like kind of rolling their eyes and like, oh, this is so dumb. I'm like, man, like if it's creating crew morale, crew morale or um you know friendships and stuff like might as well fucking go with it like sure they're not playing street hockey like us but fuck it like they're young 20 year old kids or around that age might as well let them do it yeah who cares we'll find time to do other shit too like whatever guys i uh i fucked with pokemon go for a bit danielle and i played it uh i stopped playing it when i realized that like we like it just got a like it got to a point where you're like, oh shit, I need resources, I need resources quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna start driving to Poke Stops. Like mm. just just driving to places like so I can I can just swipe in my neighborhood. I was like, man, I'm gonna fucking hit someone. Like this is a horrible <laughs> idea. Yeah, this I can't, can't drive I'm around. Like, I'm like, all right, I gotta nowadays, I gotta like but... I gotta go go go. Uh, oh, fuck I missed it. Reverse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna say. Okay, we got it. With the, the the price of gas nowadays, I'm like holy shit, man! You would be like, you would yeah. have to be like Ash riding your bike around town catching <laughs> Pokemon. I I played it a little bit in the beginning. Did they ever open it up so you could like battle other people with your Pokemon, or was it always just wandering around catching? Aside from gyms, they had gyms that like basically you battle people's Pokemon that were already there. But you wouldn't battle like last time, but this was ages ago. They probably have a battle feature now, but at that point you couldn't physically like battle someone that was next to you. Uh, okay. Um, well, yeah, there was a lot of like positive stories coming out of that, like people meeting and having nice times and a lot of people lost weight getting out in the walking there. But then also the horror stories of like some young girl looking for Pokemon and finding a dead body and shit. Oh, God. Mm. Well, before we get into the the actual battles and like listing off our Pokemon, which I'm very excited to see, and uh, I hmm. do want to guess which one of your guys was the starter in the original games, but uh, I I brought up missing though. 
I am in love with this because this is the like one of the best representations for me of like the the way things used to be before the internet and like the ether where you would just like you mentioned you like your friend would hand you a book and like or tell you that there was like this place in a cave that you could go and find some kind of resource but like how this information got passed from kid to kid that you would walk up to the guy that shows you how to catch a, a pidgey and then fly to Cinnabar Island and then go up and down on the coast and then you could like get uh, like 100 or 128 of your sixth item. So you put your rare candies and then do it with the master balls. Like it was. You could do that right off the beginning? Uh, you print. No. No, you'd have to get you into the surf. point that you have uh, surf, fly, and like a high resource worth ah, okay. doing. It's hard to explain to anybody because of our instant connection to information and like the way that we know how to use the internet to find any information that we need. Like, how the <laughs> fuck did we learn about this shit? Like, it just, it was in the ether. Yeah, you'd have the, your it's own major. legends and lore. You know, like, you kind of like understand medieval times where it's like, oh, yes. There's a man in the faraway land, eight feet tall, knows where the Holy Grail is, you know, things like that. And <laughs> it's like nowadays, like, oh, yeah, I knew a kid that was able to get this and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, you, you go here and, oh, it's, you know, what? It's just lore. There's all the, all the you know, it's, it's, it's myth. The kid in, kid in Dixonville did this. Dixonville of all places. I used to remember when i'd get a new pokemon game maybe it was at the time like yellow came out and my mom would always buy me like the guide like the big ass thick book that came with it mm. and i'd be like i'd be that one kid that had the guide that everyone was like yo can i see that i need to see that and be in class and then like the teacher would take it away always That's always that shit yeah teachers teachers always take it away ruining the fun that's why you should <laughs> drop out of school, kids. When you're talking about getting your uh, book confiscated in school, that reminded me of being in grade four. One of my my buddies, Bobby Sad, I think it was a, a Charizard card. It might have been holographic, and he got it confiscated by the teacher. No. And he told his mom, like, he immediately, like, as soon as we were dismissed from class, he went to the principal's office, called his mom from the phone there, and like she came over and gave our teacher shit because she's like, "Do you have any idea how much that's worth?" Blah blah blah. blah yeah, and I'm like, "Oh god," it's kind of like what you see the future going to be like. You know, it's like not my kid, and like how it is nowadays. If yeah. you guys were to guess uh, off the top this of your head, this is my property. Well, you're disrupting class. Fuck. A first, uh, first edition Charizard Hollow. Like so, the 1999 one. If you were to guess off the top of your head. Uh, Price is Right rules. Where would you put what that card is worth today? Today? Ooh, first edition. Five uh, grand? Uh, I, I don't know if it's that much. Maybe maybe like 700, 800. Uh, the first site I clicked on, uh, it would go for around $55,000. Which uh, oh, I... No, there's oh. no way. Oh yeah, between twenty three thousand for like a pretty good condition, and then up from they're, there. They're NFTs, Brian. They're <laughs> NFTs. <laughs> People. Oh, first edition. Yeah. Well, even for the uh, lesser ones, like even some of the newer ones, they're still going for tens oh, of thousands of dollars. Oh, and that's PSA ten as well. That makes sense. Yeah. 
Uh, but, yeah, even damage ones are going for like a thousand right now. You're right. Yeah. Like looking at it. Wow. That's nuts. What did I do with my cards? Fuck. <laughs> Where are oh they? Oh my god. I got real broke and I had to pawn all mine and I'm fucking they were all in such good condition. I I should have just kept them. I, I, August I, I kept my beanie babies for so long. This is pathetic. <laughs> August went 14th, the wrong way. 2021, man. August 14th, 2021, 500 grand. Uh confirmed on eBay. Yeah. One went for with the uh, the lockdown and like the the resurgence of trading card uh, uh, interest, uh, Pokemon also jumped way up. Like people were sniping them from uh, Walmart by as like buying as many packs as they could at one time. There was like Facebook yeah. groups yeah. dedicated to hunting it, and and then you go on Twitch and you open it up and you make a couple of bucks from people watching you open up cards. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, People like to watch things. People like unboxings. They should just watch us. Uh, We're far more interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, like when I opened the uh, opened the hockey cards on our last podcast, Tim. Yeah, but that I was cool because you're freak awesome. Freak out about that. I know. I am so cool. Um, oh my god, that sounds exciting. Before we, uh, <laughs> yeah, an audio version of cards opening. Before we jump into this, because uh, and we'll just keep this moving along. Uh, quickly, I want to guess which was your starter Pokemons in the original games. I am going to say that Chalupa, he was the Venusaur kid. And Brian, no, 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 I'm going to reverse this. Chalupa was uh, <laughs> Pikachu. He went for the Pokemon Gold uh, uh, Yellow. He was Pikachu. <laughs> Fucking Brian was Venusaur. Which- uh, I did not start with Bulbasaur. Uh, first off, Tim, I imagine you were a Squirtle kind kind of guy. Wow. Personally. Wow. Uh, and uh, Aaron, I I picture you as a Bulbasaur guy. Oh, <laughs> why Bulbasaur? No, why? <laughs> I'm surprised you, you guys have never three thought. Option: Bulbasaur, I'm, I'm... Charmander, or Squirtle. What do I do for work? <laughs> you guys never thought that the firefighter was a pyromaniac as a kid. <laughs> I also, you know, I I thought maybe uh, you cared about the environment, so you chose the, the leaf Pokemon. <laughs> no, no, I was a Squirtle guy. I was a Squirtle guy. Um, I thought Squirtle was super cool, especially with Blastoise, which is like half turtle, half tank. But I did fuck around with the uh, with Charmander from time to time. I just remember hearing everyone being like, "Oh, well, like you're gonna get grief with Charmander, Charizard as it goes on, because they won't respond to you." So I was like, oh, "I don't want to deal with that shit." So I went Squirtle. The first, like the safest Pokemon to go with at the start was always Bulbasaur because it was the easiest for the first two gyms. Yeah, because so you got boring. Yeah, right. Like, you got you got Brock and Misty, so you got yeah, uh, like Rock and Water right there, right? Yeah. So, um, I usually went with Charmander or Squirtle. Like those were the my two. I never actually like fucked with Bulbasaur that much, even though. I argue that Venusaur is the best of the three fully evolved, which is a deep argument because a lot of people would say Charizard. Yeah, that's fair. 100% Charizard for me. Every single game, I could never bring myself to pick anybody other than fucking Charmander. He was such a cool-looking character. I love the evolutions. He was so awesome. He was a fucking little dragon. The The other ones are just turtles. I want a fucking dragon with a fire tail. 
And like, uh, you remember that like uh, intro episode where he has to like, he's got the little leaf above his, uh, flame tail in the rain, because if he gets wet and extinguishes, he'll fucking die. Mm-hmm. That, that shit is dark. You know, Venusaur has razor leaf end game and that's a guaranteed mm. crit. So like, to me, it was just like, he's, you have an attack that guarantees crits, crits, it's pretty awesome this is my crit walk that's pretty awesome damn man coming in with the dad jokes oh. <laughs> in the house i probably got a few kids around so i could be a dad making jokes yeah um, he doesn't know he doesn't know. <laughs> yeah loopy doesn't know fuck man it was so hard the first two gyms because your pokemon were so weak you had to go through like all of five to try to i remember the first time i beat misty and I was like, finally! I think I tried like 20 times. It was just so painful. Just going back, like just in shame to the the health center. Some of those like mm. caves and stuff were so complicated too. Like it would take mm. hours to try to work your way through it. Just keep yeah, trying to run away from Zubats. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Zubats, man. Is there nothing more frustrating than when your Pokemon would get poisoned and like you'd be stuck deep in a fucking cave? This is like, oh man, where's my where's my fucking rope? Where's my <laughs> escape rope? I sold them all for great balls. Uh, it was like the worst feeling, and you're just you're trying to level while you're in there too. And it's the Pokemon you're trying to level that dies. Yeah, you're just like losing your shit. You throw it's it like in the beginning. You pull it out really, really quick. All right, mm-hmm. just get you some experience points. We don't we don't want you to be the the main one. So this toe-to-toe is going to take place in the form of a three-way battle where uh, we'll have some kind of round-robin happen. Uh, Tim will probably emerge victorious because he's awesome. But uh, we are going to list our top six As, a, as is Pokemon anyone who refers, who refers uh, to themselves in the third person. Always awesome people. Tim knows this. Tim knows this. <laughs> Uh, oh. who, who wants to go first? What, who's uh, who's the first Pokemon in your rotation? I can go first. So, uh, right, are, are we doing it in no particular order? Are we doing it in orders that we'd use them to fight? Are we using them in uh, in order of uh, like who we think is the best to as our worst to best? Well, I was five. thinking Just of it. Throw one out there. Yeah, it's gonna simulate, right? So I don't think it matters. The okay. order we throw them out. Well, I'll go with my number five. Or uh, to me, this one squeaked in a little bit. There's a couple that I had uh, for debate. Uh, Cloister. Cloister. <laughs> Cloister. I find Cloister's defense. What was Cloister again? Yeah, Cloister's defense is pretty sweet. Uh, Cloister is the evolution of Shelder. Um, oh yeah. And this is a water type Pokemon. But it's uh, the one that looks like a. Like it kind of looks like a vagina, a really <laughs> shelly-looking vagina. With yeah, spikes. It, it was designed to make Japanese kids scared of vaginas. <laughs> yeah, pretty well. Like there's like a, a sinister-looking face, kind of almost looks like Ghastly. I remember actually hearing um, fan theories that Cloister and Ghastly were like kind of like related or some something like that. Hmm. But um, yeah. Yeah, so like uh, there's there's a few reasons. Um, one, you know, like uh, water Pokemon kind of have a a special place in my heart. But you also got ice. 
so you can do some like ice beam stuff. I, you're gonna have to forgive me. I'm I'm looking up cloister right now just to know what the the moves were again. So yeah, some moves would be uh, ice beam, blizzard, frost breath, surf. So you could use it for surf. Hyper beam was always a good one too. I remember that one was Hyper popular. Beam was a massive move. The worst one it misses. Mm-hmm. Bad feeling went misses when you got PP of five. <laughs> just watch it and you miss it. You're like, ah, shit, oh, this is not no. good. Here we go. It's confused. Uh, poison jab just to piss off your en- enemy. They give them some poison. Really good um, HP. Good defense. I would never Spike have thought cannon. of this Pokemon. This is a fucking great choice. Jordan. Hydro pump. Aurora beam. Icicle crash. Some really good. Uh, some really good moves there and. Um, to me, just a good old round Pokemon that can really uh, kick some ass. And if I didn't pick it, choice. you know, like I'd, I'd probably be having nightmares of it attacking me, and I'd be scared of Machinus. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Some yep. of the moves it can learn by level. It's nice when uh, it's nice when a Pokemon can learn a normal move. It, uh, speed I, attack I is 85, which isn't bad. Sorry, the HP was kind of lower. It's only 50. Um, but defense is 180, and attack is 95. So that's not bad. Brian, what's your uh, first yes. Pokemon in your list? We are prefacing this, I believe. Uh, did we come to an agreement on whether Mewtwo was included or not, even though he's number 150? We said no Mew, because Mew's not technically in the original 150s, 151. So are, are we saying yes or no to Mewtwo? Personally, for me, Mew and Mewtwo, no. Because um, we, we'd all throw them in. Um, so I, I, like, I like kind of reducing it to a certain amount where... Um, we'd have different fives because I feel that we're going to have a lot of overlaps. That's I can fair. go along with that. And and like Mew and Mewtwo, you wouldn't really get to like the very, well, maybe not very end of the game, but pretty close to the end of the game. With that being said, uh, my first Pokemon will be Lapras. Who? 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 You get yeah. you get you get some uh, <laughs> you get some Surf. Yeah. Uh, not only that, but you have a Pokemon that obviously can learn Ice Water. Uh, it has mm-hmm. normal attacks like Body Slam, which okay attack, mm-hmm. but 100% accuracy for an attack that does 85 power is not bad on a normal attack. Uh, it can learn Strength as well as Surf. Uh, it also n- learns Confuse Ray, which is which is a cool little thing. So it learns a Ghost attack, oh. uh, and you can teach it a ton of TMs. Right? It can learn Psychic. Uh, it can learn Thunder, Thunderbolts. Uh, it can learn Dragon Rage. It can even learn Solar Beam. Like it, it is so versatile, and it's obviously got massive HP. So, for me, for me, it was uh, it was a big choice for my team. It's the it's the Loch Ness monster of uh, of Gen One. I always had one, and that would always be the one that I used for Surf. But like, more or less, it was always an emergency pro- Pokemon. I never paid much attention to Lapras. Damn. That's it's a, uh, people sleep on it, man. People a lot of my friends it, but... had Lapras in their top five towards the end of the game, big time. Yeah, it's just uh, the 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 it was slow to level. That was like the one thing slow ass. Like you had to invest a lot of time to level, but that HP, massive HP, good special defense, and okay special attack. Right, so like overall. Stat wise, it was a stud. Good pick, man. Yeah. What about yourself, Tim? What's your first one? Okay. Even in this world of Pokemon where there's actual ghost Pokemon, which would assume that they're the dead souls of other Pokemon, which is insane. Oh, God. 
Uh, I went with the most goth Pokemon of all fucking time, Cubone. I love this guy. <laughs> His artwork was amazing. His story is absolutely bad shit. Uh, he's uh, like 14 pounds and one foot four inches tall, which I thought was hilarious. He's a ground type Pokemon and his category is lonely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the Pokemon index for this is the memory of its departed mother brings it to tears. Its cries echo mournfully within the skull it wears on its head. The skull is its mom's. Like, I don't... <laughs> this Pokemon is fucking terrifying. It wears its dead mom's skull around. And like in other Pokemon uh, games later on, like the, the index is changed to say that like while it's crying for its dead mom, it attracts predators that then eat Cubone. And, like, I don't know where it gets the bone from. Is that, like, its mom's femur or something like that that it uses? <laughs> but, like, and there's enough of them around that, like, this constantly happens that this is the way that this Pokemon's, like, life is meant to be, which is insane. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not a one-off. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, when it turns to Marowak, what is it? It just, like, fuses to its head? Oh, I never even thought about that. Is is it like one of those square watermelons where they grow it inside the box so that it like forms to its container? This no. <laughs> is worth more the sculpture. Oh no, man! Cubone is super cute. One hundred percent agree. Um, the evolution Marowak kind of looks just kind of freaky, but yeah, no, I'm not sure how strong Cubone is in the in, in a battle here. But good pick. Yeah, it's like you 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 definitely know that Cubone is like a cross between Edgar Allan Poe and Sigmund Freud. <laughs> I like, like that super goth like and that. just this infatuation with its own mother. I, I mean, Tim's picking based off cool stories. He's not picking a win. No, nope. that's, that's for sure. <laughs> not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Tim, Tim better have five fucking rock stars for his next five. There's a. Uh, He's gonna get like one shot by almost everyone in. Well, my what list, level is this Cubone? Like, is this like level I, it doesn't matter, Cubone? man. We could have a level sixty-five <laughs> most of my Pokemon and a level one shot. You don't punch so. a guy with glasses, and you don't hit the kid that's wearing the skull of its mom. Like that is some Columbine no, shit. To death with its mom's skull. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, he's sco- scooping out Cubone's liver with his mom's skull. Oh God. The and humanity. then you wear Cubone's skull. <laughs> That's like a hat on a hat, it man. Wearing its mom's skull. That's what you do. <laughs> oh god! All right, all right. Not a lot of love for Cubone in the house. <laughs> I, I see how this is gonna be. Uh, Chalupa, what's your uh, number five Pokemon? Oh, we're doing six. Pardon me. Um, so my number five Pokemon would be Executor. Oh, okay. That, that's the uh, pine tree looking guy, right? A palm tree looking thing. Yeah, yeah. I was never a real big fan of this Pokemon, but I definitely respected it. And I, w- I would definitely have it in my group. Um, maybe not in my top five, six, but like definitely in my 10. Or I might swap it out from time to time. Um, it's a grass psychic type, which is really handy uh, for a lot of different battles and gyms. Uh, very well rounded. Um, what's here? Hey. 125 special stat means that its special moves not only hit like a truck, but it also it can also resist an onslaught. That's pretty cool. Yeah, definitely a, a, definitely a handy a handy Pokemon to have. I didn't really like a lot of the plant types that had like the 
the dust to sleep or poison and all that kind of stuff. I just like wanted like the hyper beams and just like slam and just fucking kill, you know, just get it over with and just hundred percent domination. But if you are going for like a, a long battle, it's and like depending on who you're battling, this Pokemon would come in a lot. Uh, it would come in handy big time. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I would never have thought to put them on a list. That's that's another interesting pick. I like that. Yeah, well, and that's fair. He's gonna die to my next Pokemon. So. <laughs> Volpix. I love Volpix. Arcanine. That is actually my next Pokemon. I figured as much. Yeah, I yeah. I was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just an absolute stud. Once again, the pre-evolution. In red and blue, you can learn, like, he's not just normal and fire. He learns agility, which is a psychic move. Uh, you can teach him things like Dragon Rage with TMs and Reflect, Rest, which is awesome, Skull Bash. Uh, yeah, great Pokemon. Great Pokemon. And then base stats, once again, what a speedster. What a speedster. Uh, not as fast there. as some, but the perfect combination, oh, just very balanced. A great attack. You know, you got plus attack, plus special attack, plus HP, plus speed, and then defense and special defense aren't. They're just average. They're not low. They're not super low. It's it's a very well rounded Pokemon. I think uh, I think it's a solid choice to have in your lineup. I've always huh. been blown away by the artwork for Growlithe and Arcanine because you have oh, this man. weird combination of like this cool looking dog, the tiger stripes and fucking fire plus it looks like the uh, Chinese uh, statues that they have outside of like some of their things so it's just like it's all these elements but they seem to work together really cool. No, really cool artwork super metal <laughs> just like wow so Tim, what's, a, what's your uh, what's your fifth Pokemon? What's the next one that's getting that's getting lit up? <laughs> okay, uh, this Pokemon is an exclusively male species, no females. It specializes in punches. Its name so hot Hitmochan. It is the Kung Fu fucking Pokemon. It throws this is the Mike punch. Tyson of Pokemon. Yeah, it is. Uh, gently. You mean Hitmonlee? I went Hitmochan. The, punch, the, 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 the boxer. So that's the boxer. That's the Mike Tyson. That's Mike Tyson. <laughs> Jet Li threw some lightning fast punches. Yeah, but Jet Li never wore boxing gloves to do it. <laughs> I guess, you know what? You guys are right. He is the Mike Tyson. Balrog from Street Fighter is really pissed off of this you know, <laughs> obvious copy infringement. Wow. The uh, the Pokedex <laughs> for this one is it throws punches that are too quick to see with the naked eye. Its punches are said to be as fast as a bullet train. It can even drill through concrete. It requires a break every three minutes, though. And it's only found in urban areas. And that's how they explain <laughs> why it has fucking gloves for no reason. Is like it's, it's in the city. So like It can't exist outside the city. It needs a tailor. Okay, you, okay. Interesting choice. Interesting Indeed. choice. I, uh, I've always, I, uh, yeah. 
never really played with that much with Hitman Chan or Hitman Lee. But, uh, was never a big fan. I just think always seemed like glass cannons, like really high attack, and then like just we'll get one shot all the time. That that's always been me. Is like I'm a sledgehammer <laughs> going after. Like that's all I ever wanted to do. Smash, 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 smash. Never once used agility in a in a battle, other than in now in Arceus, I have to. Yeah, it's uh, it's important in Arceus that you actually that you actually use like agility style very important i will say the cool thing about him and chan was always the fact that you got like fire punch ice punch and thunder punch right like that it would just learn those naturally yeah. so you had moves of like the multiple different types which was always really good and then you know counter mega punch being normal right like you had a great move list and i think it could learn strength as well which was, yeah, there's no way it would have been able to learn strength. So, like, you were really cool with that. But, yeah, I, I just tried to stay away from glass cannons as much as possible. That was always my thing. Like, I don't want to get one shot. I don't want to be in that position. I was I was always just full on, let's just fucking mash. Get every attack as high as possible. Defense does not matter. <laughs> have some revives in the <laughs> in hyper potions and just hope for the best. Definitely made some battles a lot harder than they needed to be. That's understandable, but hey, if it worked, it got you through, it got you through, right? Uh, I'm going to fire back to Chalupa. What's your next Pokemon? Well, I was thinking about going with Arcanine as well, but, nice. um, you know, like, uh, just, just for the sake of us talking about different Pokemon, like, uh, if I really wanted to be like, oh, throw this one in the, in the battle instead, we'll go with Arcanine. But, you know what? This was my favorite Pokemon as a kid, Ninetales. Nine tails. Um, that was nine a cool tails. one too. Yeah, not nearly as strong as Arcanine, and not nearly as metal. This is like more of kind of like the uh, uh, unleash the archers of metal. You know, like a little more beautiful and like, hey, what's up? You know, like, hey, look at me. What's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, what, what's what was the name of the band that's like, wake me up, wake me up, princess. Evanescence. Oh, I can't Evanescence. wake up. Yeah. Evanescence. <laughs> Evanescence. <laughs> where uh mm. where Arcanine is disturbed maybe <laughs> little, ooh, ah. um yeah no nine tails uh love the speed uh you know hp not bad attack not bad defense not bad like pretty pretty average there uh but that speed defense and speed all in all is just great good fire pokemon i i'm a fan of the fire types for sure um and you know, like obviously have the cute little Vulpix, and then it turns into like a fucking you know rad-looking Pokemon later on. And I guess you could go with um, you know different fire types. You could always go with uh, uh, what was the the EV fire one? Uh, Flareon, 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 Flareon. Yeah, yeah, you got Flareon, Moltres, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I was always quite partial to Ninetales. They even and, ruined uh, Eevee in the new games because, like, not only is it Jolteon, <laughs> Vaporeon, uh, Flareon, then there's, like, a night and a day one and one that evolves if you're really good friends with it and they all look stupid. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm just looking, at, and I'm just <laughs> looking at some of the moves that it can do. You have Incinerate, Flamethrower, Fire Spin, Inferno, Fire Blast, Ember. Ember is a very common one. Um, mm. Confuse Ray, 
Yeah, I think it's just exclusively a fire type, as far as I understand. Yeah, nine tails. Yeah, there's yeah. a in the first in the Gen one was only a fire type. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, no, I think uh, a very strong Pokemon all in all. Um, not, definitely not uh, as strong as Arcanine, but um, still pretty kick, kick ass. And I see a <laughs> the the website I'm looking at right now. It gives it a gender ratio: twenty five percent male, seventy five percent female. How about that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot more, a lot more females than your Hitmonchan. A lot more. That's factual. <laughs> I, uh, for my next Pokemon, am gonna go no surprise here and throw Dragonite out there. Mm-hmm. Tank that also yeah. has one of the highest, if not one of the highest, base to base attacks in the game. Uh, Dragon Pokemon has a good move set. You know, Hyper Beam, Dragon Rage, uh, Slam sucks because the accuracy was always so low; it would miss like twenty five percent of the time. Uh, yeah. Agility, Thun, and then you had uh, Thunder Wave as a as a stunner early on with it, so it was always good in the game. And once again, from a TM perspective, Surf Strength. And it could learn Thunder, Thunderbolt. Like, it can learn so much outside of Fire Blast, I think it could learn. Uh, like, you could you could do so much with it. You could learn any of the major TMs, like Blizzard, all that. So, and developing Hyper Beam on its own without having to use a TM was always, like, a, a huge thing. Absolutely huge. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Dragonite. I had to pick Charizard. Charizard is so fucking awesome. I love Charizard. Charizard, Charizard. Like Charizard. he's going to listen to you. Cubone, <laughs> uh, Hitmonchan, Charizard. Cool. <laughs> this sounds like looking down at the rest of his odd team, group. Head. Just like, oh, <laughs> fucking God. These guys. You're shitting me, right? At least, didn't go with, <laughs> at least you didn't go with Magmar for your fire type. Be like, Oh yeah, look at this call around Magmar. Magmar is totally into Dominatrix. Magmar fucks. Yeah. Um, I, I, I was going to go with Ponina. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it pronounced Ponita? Because I've always heard it uh, like when I read it, Ponita. But I don't I know. My I little know. Ponita. Um, well, you guys yeah, are lucky. I don't know why I would have a like, hard A at the end, but maybe. Uh, you guys are lucky because uh, Charmander will not turn its fire breath on Pokemon weaker than it. So you guys might be safe. Um, it's five foot seven inches tall, which I uh, was kind of surprised by. And here's one of the satisfacts that we're going to come across in this entire episode. It weighs about 199.5 pounds. So I weigh like 50 more pounds than uh, fucking Charizard. And that... Uh, for some reason, just I don't like it. I don't like that fact. I don't, I don't like <laughs> I it. I obeyed Charizard. Uh, I always assumed yeah. he was much bigger, or I was smaller. I don't know. Uh, flies in search of battle with uh, with uh, worthy opponents. Its fire can melt massive gra- glaciers or boulders, uh, known to unintentionally cause forest fires. Which you know, fuck you, Chalupa. Uh, can fly as high as four thousand six hundred feet. And this was a weird one. Uh, better speed and maneuverability than a fighter jet, which would imply 
fighter jets exist within the world of Pokemon? I think maybe that's a human comparable. Oh, that makes sense. In our world. So we can like fathom it. You know what I mean? Because that's mm-hmm. that is frightening. If like you have fighter jets and Charizards just like fucking battling it out in the skies, which I want to see that. I just picture a lot of like Mitsubishi Zeros flying around in the Pokemon world. Like no. they're still using prop planes. <laughs> that that would be far more uh, fitting to the set. Uh, the setting is having like uh, pontoon planes and Zeros flying around. Uh, oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's no way I couldn't pick my boy. My first game was Fire Red. Or Pokemon Red. Then I got Fire Red later on. But Pokemon Red. Fucking love Charizard. He is the coolest mm. Pokemon out there. Yeah. I hey. For me it was Charizard or Arcane. I chose it. I chose the dog. The dog. And I got the fox. I already had a dra- I already have a dragon in my lineup. I don't need another one. <laughs> But I respect the choice. I respect it. So Lapras is kind of like a dragon. Is it? Yeah. Water dragon? Is it? Is it? I don't know. Uh, I I think it's more of a a monster. I think it's more of a Loch Ness monster. It's a monster! It's it's egg groups are monster and water. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking at I'm looking up its Pokedex data right now. Uh while well, you young Jamie that Lupa, do you want to tell us what your next Pokemon is? Yeah, absolutely. Um yeah, I'm gonna go with a ghost type. Haunt, uh, sorry, not Haunter. <laughs> Gengar, Gengar. Yeah. Just uh absolutely fuck with people's minds. Shadow Punch, Lick. Hex, Shadow Ball, Destiny Bond. I was going to read that as Destiny Boner. I was like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> Good old Dream Eater, Accuracy 100%. Confuse Rave, Hypnosis, Mean Look, Payback Spike, Curse, Nightshade, Sucker Punch, Dark Pulse. Like, man, really, listen to these. Listen to these names. Generation 8, Astonish, Poison Gas, Venoshock. My God. They got into some crazy shit later on. Dark Pulse. That just sounds perverted. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Really cool episode when Ash and the team get into the uh, the haunted mansion there and get to meet all the different ghost Pokemon. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Gengar. He was always a, a pain in the ass to fight against, and definitely happy to have him on my team. This is when I'm getting into serious shit, guys. <laughs> You can tell, definitely tell, like, Gengar does all the drugs. Oh, like, Except yeah. weed. <laughs> it's like cocaine, meth. He likes those chemical drugs. <laughs> yeah. It's like, he like this is Lickitung. Like, I'm looking at a picture of him with his tongue out. This is Lickitung on too much meth. So, in the Pokemon world, with a Pokemon like Gengar, it could possibly be the spirit of Cubone's mom, so you could make Cubone fight its own mom while wearing her skull. That's metal as oh fuck, God. and I like that. Metal. <laughs> Brian, what is your next Pokemon? Uh, my next Pokemon is a glass cannon, funny enough. Ooh. The only glass cannon on my team. 
and that is Alakazam. Nice. Uh, you got to have a you got to have a powerful psychic on your team, just you know, to keep you in line with what your future is going to be. Very important. Very important, you know, to understand that he bends spoons. Where does he get the spoons from? He conjures them. <laughs> oh snap! From his butt. <laughs> butt spoons. Yeah, I bet you didn't know that. I did not. Uh, I respect it. Alakazam. Crazy glass cannon, crazy special attack. Right, so uh, you know moves like psychic, psybeam, solid moves, and learns them pretty early on. And then, on top of that, you know, recover, disable. Like it's got a lot of good moves. Confusion, another one. So for me, uh, and reflect, reflect being the last move he learns uh, in the. In the Gen 1 games, at least, I believe. Yeah. Very strong Pokemon in, you know, if you get, if you get the first move, good luck to the other, to the other team. Was but it, if you don't, you're fucked. You're what, absolutely fucked. How did you evolve uh, uh, Kazam into Alakazam? Was that one of the annoying ones yet you had to trade? Yeah. You yeah it wasn't trade Kazam, it was Kadabra. Yeah. I never had anybody that was willing to trade. What an awesome game mechanic, though, that, like, you can't finish your Pokedex unless you're working with other people and, like, trading and stuff like that. That is, I I glossed it over that in my head while we were setting this episode up, but that is a really cool game mechanic. Game-breaking. My buddy and I specifically bought blue and red, like, to make sure that we could trade (laughs) when we found out, because we didn't obviously get it right when it came out. So, uh... Yeah, it was awesome being like, oh man, I'll get blue, you get red. The, how many fights had to have broken out about like, no, I want to get red. Uh, yeah. My next Pokemon, uh, I, I think I may have duffed it with this one a little bit, but uh, I went with Dugtrio just because Dig Ooh. was always one of my favorite moves. Um it's a triplet diglet sharing a single body. It can borrow, uh, it can burrow up to a hundred kilometers an hour to a depth of 60 miles. I don't know why I went from kilometers to miles, but that's, that's Pokemon for you. Triggering tremors and earthquakes. So it basically can nice. like a hundred kilometers is almost 60 miles. It's like what? Like 62 miles. Yeah. So <laughs> it can burrow. It can burrow. 62 miles in an hour or can burrow a hundred kilometers in an hour. It knows its range, man. (laughs) Yeah. Weird. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sending you guys some fan art that I've seen over the years of Doug Trio. It is very amusing. Uh, Okay. Chalupa, what's your next Pokemon while I look at this amazing fan art? Well, I feel that Brian and I are pretty much now uh, in sync with one another. Um, I'm just going to say Dragonite. Nice. Pretty much for the exact same reasons as Brian is saying. You need a flying type Pokemon. I don't know if Gengar classifies it. I know he's like levitating. But um, yeah, I'm going to fly around uh, the land of Pokemon and... uh, and like, and like, what, what a little bitch-looking Pokemon! 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's some pictures I, I, I just looked at the images, but I always remember looking at him and be like, he looks like such a softy for being so powerful and like, for, for a Pokemon and quite strong. It's just like, oh, just big eyes, big old belly, golden guys. It's like the Charizard's like Zach Galifianakis version of brother. It's like <laughs> Charizard is like, I don't know, Jason Statham, and then Dragonite is Zach Galifianakis. Danny Chris DeVito to like Arnold that. Schwarzenegger. Yeah, he's like, oh, hey, guys. Oh, jeez. How's it going? But then I was like, I'll fuck you up. Am I out of line calling? Or Chris <laughs> Chris Pratt. Like, the, let's go with Chris Pratt Like before he got into Marvel and then, like, uh, you know, and then after. He's definitely, like, Dragonite's the, the, you know, the Parks and Rec version of Chris Pratt. That's definitely far less offensive than my statements. <laughs> Uh, Brian, who's your next guy? This is a toss-up for me. Ah, fuck it. Just to be different than Chalupa, I'm going to remove Gengar from my list. And let's go Snorlax. Snorlax. That was one of the ones I was considering as well. But I was like, I got Executor and I've got Dragonite. Snorlax, obviously, uh, he had me I love, I love, he looks like he, he looks like he eats mash burgers. So immediately, <laughs> me and him resonate. He looks like he's uh, he looks like he could down like a good meal at Five Guys, like the large fries on his own. The the bag fries as well. Hit a shake on the way home, maybe McFlurry. That's that's my guy, man. <laughs> he's pro naps. Yeah, pro naps. Oh my god, Snorlax is the type of guy that you get hammered. Friday night with him, you're picking up a pizza on the way home. Like a guarantee. <laughs> yeah. He's a good guy, man. Uh, that's He's crashing on I your mom's HP. couch for like three days. Mm-hmm. High HP. Interesting because he has very, he has a good special defense and a good attack, but a weak regular defense and a weak special attack. Which is so you're not worried about him falling asleep on you at all, eh? Mm-mm-mm. No. Bro's coming no, out to he's fuck a, up. He's an absolute oh, stud. Up. He's an absolute stud. And the the good thing is, is once again, he learns Hyper Beam, learns Double Edge. He learns Harden. Let's talk about that for a second. You could be such a bitch with him and just Harden for like the first like three moves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rest comes with rest, comes with headbutt. At level one, he comes with an attack that is 70 power. That's nuts at level wow. one. That's um, crazy. Can learn surf, strength. So you can just have it with surf, a water type move. Starlax can have... learn surf? Yeah. How does he swim? He floats. He's a flotation device. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> is this a pontoon <laughs> exactly. boat? Yeah. He's like just moving his arms erratically. He is the Jimmy Buffett yeah. of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like if, if and the Poke- very versatile. The guy again. Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> Can learn a lot of different TMs. Like we're talking water, ice, fighting, grass, uh, thunder, ground, psychic, fire. It can learn almost any TM. Like, it's nuts. It's a very good Pokemon. 
Yeah, very diverse. Yeah, I was and, thinking about picking him up. Yeah, Snorlax is mine. What you going to, Tim? He's mine. I am going to go with Victory Chancy. Bell. Chancy. Yeah, Chancy. Uh, Victory Bell. On either side of its body is a large green leaf. Covering its V mouth is a leaf with a long brown yellow tipped vine. The vine is flinched to mimic an animal in order to attract prey. It produces a sweet smell to lure victims. The acid uh, dissolves numerous prey. So it's like a uh, a Venus flytrap Pokemon. It travels in packs and is territorial. It uh, hoards food like small bird Pokemon and rodent Pokemon. And uh, it will actually, it's been known to perform rituals with leaf stones to evolve uh, weeping bells. So like this is some kind of weird druid poison eating Pokemon. And uh, I had to pick it because it's so weird. Good pick. Thank you. Yeah, I thought it was a little bit oddball. It's kind of got cool art, and it's just uh, might be yeah, useless. Some eyebrows, but, but hey, yeah. it's not like it's not like you picked Cubone. <laughs> I got a diverse cast here. Uh, or Hitmonchan. Chalupa. What's your next guy? Another one that Brian already picked. Alakazam. The glass oh. cannons. <laughs> I was thinking about going like with Hypno. But I was like, uh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, definitely don't want to go with that guy. So yeah, two psychic types. Very handy. And yeah, like those spoons. You want to have some cereal? Let's go. It, the fact that you have Alakazam in there and uh, and Gengar in there makes me want to pick Gengar, but I'm, I'm sticking with not picking Gengar. Uh God, I have a tough Brian's, he, Brian's all about winning, where I'm just like, yeah, I got a nice little diversity, you know, what's up? I have a tough pick here. I'm not going to lie. Uh, for me, it's between Jolteon and Venusaur. Oh. Uh, I, once again, Razor Leaf, 100% crit chance. Great to have. Jolteon, though. Um, uh, you got that quickness and uh and Jolteon also on top of Thunder knows pin missile, so it knows a bug move, which can come in handy later on. Ooh. Yeah. Jolteon's like the yeah. much cooler version of Pikachu. Yes. Yeah. Oh uh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And crazy fast. So you're crazy fast and high special attack, special defense for Jolteon. Right. So Venusaur just a average well-rounded across the board a little bit higher on the special attack defense side uh obviously you know you have solar beam double edge oh tough 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 choices boys um what's your heart tell you is right let's go venusaur fuck it gold duck (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that stupid bug one with the fucking pincers on his head that no one ever picks no oh that's yeah um pincer it's called pincer. pincer yeah pincer yeah <laughs> fucking idiot which is which actually is a strong pokemon right there's the a lot electro of strong buzz. pokemon <laughs> mm. Both Electro Jinx. Buzz and Pinsir were the, like the ugliest ones. Like they didn't look cool, so I never picked them. 
you know one uh, oh, wait no tim has one more pick i was gonna uh, i was gonna say like we should go for some like honorable mentions or like some like horrible picks <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's your last one tim um this is a female only species so i had an all male now i have a female one middle queen chancy jinx and then you're gonna breed it's them jinx i had to pick her because she's <laughs> thick <laughs> we talked about the horniest pokemon jinx has got to be up there it's such look at those lips <laughs> it looks like a fuck doll like with the open <laughs> Magmar, Magmar and Jinx go to the same parties together on Saturday nights. Oh my god, Jinx is such a fucked up character. I love it. Like, is she supposed to be like an opera singer kind of like character? Yeah. It and the, their entire species has evolved to have a red dress. Um, it seductively wiggles <laughs> its hips as it walks. It can cause people to dance in unison. Speaks human-like language. Research is underway to figure out what it is. There are so many fucking... Oh, man. There's so many fucking Pokemon that's like, okay, cool. Like, these are animals. Obviously animals. And then you get, like, a Mr. Mime in there and a Jinx. And it's like, what the fuck are these characters about? They're not human, so we're going to make them fight. It's like humans were fucking Pokemon <laughs> and they created these. Oh god. Yeah. It's uh it's interesting seeing some of the Pokedex entries. Like it seems like they moved away from seductively once they got to yellow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were like, we're not gonna say seductively wiggles its hips. But then <laughs> it gets to like Ruby and Sapphire and it's like uh it, it's like its emotions are so bouncingly alluring. <laughs> giving any thought to what they're doing it's fucking shakira okay so (laughs) i love that when i was reading that on bulpapedia i i was thinking like there had to have been some kind of holdout inside the pokemon headquarters that has been bitter since fucking blue and just like no man you understand that she is thick and she wiggles and now if we can't get alluring i'll get mm, bouncing like <laughs> if, <laughs> like uh, i just I, I mean this is a cross i will die on and he's been fighting for it for years i was looking at some photos yeah, right now there's some oh my god there's mr popo from uh <laughs> from dragon ball z next to jinx look there are a couple <laughs> oh my god uh, Jinx is it. a good Pokemon. Once again, bit of a glass cannon to with the base defense. Special defense, good, but the base defense, oh, scary low. Not not strong HP, but decent speed, good special attack as well. Definitely on the on the spectrum on that special range. Oh, let's see what <laughs> Jinx, Mister Popo. That's a good. Uh, I think we found our. I think we found our though. <laughs> Is Jinx? Yeah, I think we uh, found our uh, our Pokemon picture for the. For the oh my god! <laughs> oh, god. oh my god! Uh, is Jinx's uh, character art like a little bit concerning? Like looking at it now, it, it, like, I hate to say blackface, but like, is that like a little blackface? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Okay, I wonder if they've Which changed. Is weird it. Because, I mean, like you know, super bleach blonde hair. Mm-hmm. I mean. The whole th- the hands too, the hands too. 
But why why are we saying it's blackface? Maybe that's just the natural color of the Pokemon. Why are we assuming the worst of the Japanese developers? Ah, <laughs> uh, guys? Ah? Uh? Uh, All right, I can't defend it either. It looks, yeah. looks, like <laughs> looks a little fucked up. It's Ric yeah. Flair in 20 more years. <laughs> With Venusaur yes. that has 17 HP left. Ooh, these are close battles. It did fucking start with Venusaur for once. <laughs> God damn, man. You the finally chat. learned your lesson. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure out of like 10 simulations, I'd win like two or three. But yeah. I don't know, man. Venusaur close battles. survived. Alakazam survived. But I don't know. No, you probably win a few. <laughs> uh, do you want me to battle him one more time? Yeah, I mean, for fun. for fun, sure, but I already won the championship. <laughs> this doesn't count, guys. Okay? <laughs> all right, all I'm right. logging off. I'm going home. Fuck this. this You're walking away with the, the Couch Critics gym badge this uh, this time. But yeah, uh, there you go. hopefully we can find a more involved... Uh, we should we should we should have a badge made. Like <laughs> I know we always talk about like oh we got trophies and stuff. It's like fuck that. Let's get like gym badges and scout. We get a scout sash with different <laughs> badges attached to it. I'm writing that down on the whiteboard. That's too good of an idea to let go. I love that. It's a much better idea than getting a trophy and then engraved and all this shit. Or like a championship belt. Ugh, or fucking two hundred uh, uh, patches for a show that you don't even do anymore. Well, like, well, when I do like the scout sash with different patches on it with different years, so it's like it could be used for everything. It's like, oh, I won the fantasy baseball, I won the fantasy football, I won the fantasy hockey, I won the playoff hockey, I won the playoff baseball, I won the playoff football. <laughs> okay, yeah, so uh, Chalupa wins this round. He's yeah. got uh, his Dragonite left standing at fifty-three percent of its health. Nice. Okay. Let's keep it going. Let's say, hey, maybe it's like it's come back to no. two or three. <laughs> no, 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 bro. This is Ryan, fun, though. This is Ryan really cool disconnected to see. from the chat. <laughs> <laughs> it is, is really cool to see, like uh, the simulations going. Like obviously, it wouldn't be what we wanted to do, but mm. uh, it's fun. It's fun. That's it. Everyone, get get on your computer. I found a uh, a virtual game shark. Create your own rosters, lineups, level everything to a hundred. Let's get it. <laughs> Doing it Four hours way. later. Yeah. <laughs> you have uh, unlimited rare candies. Oh god. Moonstones, uh, everybody. For honorable mentions, Let's is there anything go. else that you guys want to uh, throw out there before we uh, wrap it up on this episode? There's some interesting ones that, you know, we didn't really talk about. Like, Kabutops is interesting because it's rock and water. 
it's, it's an interesting combination. I don't know if there's any other rock water combinations uh, in the game. So you can you have some. It's it's weird though, because uh, I don't think it actually has any like rock moves that it can learn. Okay. Looking oh. right now, yeah, it can't. It, there's no. There's no like. There's no rock type moves it can learn. So what's the point? It just <laughs> ha- it just has a weakness. <laughs> Is rock strong like, against anything? How did they? <laughs> if it doesn't have rock type moves, <laughs> it can't be strong against anything. It literally yeah. just gets a weakness. That's who is that? Shit. The boots off. Oh, it's rock water. How is that such an oversight? Like the the moves are literally absorb. So a like Kabuto learns absorb, harden, and scratch, uh, and then it becomes instead of a grass type, it Kabuto becomes a water type. So then you can it learns slash leer, and then hydro pump. So is there... why why can't I teach it rock? Moves? That's very <laughs> interesting. Yeah, there's no like rock TMs that you can even teach it. What the fuck? Is there a Pokemon out there that's more uh could be used as a poster Pokemon for don't do drugs than Gloom? Yeah. Drooling out the <laughs> mouth, eyes closed, just looks like it's super stoned. Yeah. Not a very appealing looking Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Metapod looks like he's pretty fucked up. He got those sleepy eyes. He's got those like I just I just ate in a gummy sleepy <laughs> eyes. Going yeah, on. totally. Zanshrew is super cute. Oh, that's a cool one. Yeah, definitely up there for mm-hmm. cuties. Little like have it as a pet in the backyard. I'm like, what's going on, Zanshrew? Come on in. Got cheese for you for a snack. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Jolteon, probably the best electric one in the game, but Zapdos also is a solid uh, solid mention. Yeah. Mm. But I try to, the thing about it, like, all the ones that are, like, part flying, it's just so risky having too many ones that are part flying in your game like i looked up some lists just to see what people were picking and some people had like literally all the legendary birds like articuno zapdos and ultras is like you have three flying types in your lineup and then like dragonite as well oh that is no bueno like you're you're dying quick if if someone has a fast electric pokemon you're pretty fucked like there's no way around that yeah I always try to keep it to one flying type. Like you, you throw it out when you need it. But other than that, cause like air slash and all those other moves can be extremely effective, but you know, it, it's a, you got to cover your bases. Yeah, exactly. And it's different, right? Like I would build a completely different lineup to play the game with versus what I just built to battle with. I would build yeah. a lineup that I just have more fun playing the game with. Like I'd probably have like Nido King in there, Gengar in my lineup, uh, stuff like that. Just a lot more fun, I find. Uh, Dodrio is a solid Pokemon underrated. 
have that in my lineup. Mm-hmm. Good speed, Dojin? good attack. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That one always annoyed me. I wasn't a huge fan of that like, one. Like, how many of these fucking Pokemon have more than one head? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so many. Someone has some kind of fetish. Like, good lord. There's some kind of, like, radiation. There's a lot of uranium in the Pokemon <laughs> world. Mm. As I <laughs> said, Starmie is hands down the most versatile Pokemon. In- Starmie is definitely one that you could throw in the top six and still be a, a massive contender. Did you ever yeah. use like Togepi for any longer than you had to have it around? Togepi. Okay, so for my uh, my stuff, I just I have some of the ROMs. Like I wrote down just a quick little synopsis of them. Uh, we've already talked about them earlier, so is it worthwhile like mentioning some of the highlight ones and some of their features? Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, go so, for it. Pokemon Creepy Black. This one is really cool. It's uh, based off of a creepy pasta that somebody put up, and then they they made it later on. So. Uh, the game starts out with the original three Pokemon in Professor Oak's lab, and then you're offered a fourth one, which is a ghost Pokemon that has special move called Curse. Using this, you can kill Pokemon at the end of the battle. When you defeat a trainer, you can also curse the trainer. The gameplay doesn't really differ from like the original game all the way through until the, the post-game, where you go back to your house, and then you're shown a montage of all of the trainers throughout the game that you've murdered. And then it cuts to black, comes back, and you're an old man wandering around an empty world full of tombstones of the people you killed. And uh, that keeps happening until you find the Pokemon that you started with, and it kills you, and then the game just deletes itself. Sheesh. (laughs) Wow. Uh, that's some that's some dark anime right there, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, Pokemon Resurgency is based on like Fire Red, Water Blue, like the the original kind of areas, but you also get a new region, uh, quality of life uh, features, and a a different plot. Uh, Phoenix Rising. There's Skyrim level skill trees that you can like really build out your character. Uh, there's an RPG quest system. And uh, choice-driven plot. Uh, Pokemon Rocket, which is my favorite variation for the idea alone. You play as a Team Rocket member. Like, you start out as Red, and then you go to Rocket. And then when you defeat a trainer, you can choose to steal one of their Pokemon. But the more that you do that, the more heat that you get from the cops and they start showing up more and more to take you down. So you got to like kind of balance it out on what Pokemon you're going to steal and how often. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, those, those are the mains one that I found, but there's dozens of really, really well put together games out there to check out. Interesting. Hmm. Uh... I like uh, I like like games like that where people make their like fan fiction games. I think it's uh, it's cool. It's nice that they don't get like shut down by the Pokemon gods. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. So this is a famous story too that I thought that you guys uh, might like. On Twitter, 
they started a Pokemon game and based on what you enter into the chat, somebody would uh, like the character would move. And like, so as a community, hundreds or thousands of people were playing a Pokemon game. And then one night when everybody was asleep, like it was a low action time during the game, some uh, guys got on calling themselves Team Rocket and released everyone's fucking Pokemon (laughs) until they got like down to like one or two and got caught. But I thought that was so fucking funny. (laughs) Uh, uh, It's continued. Uh, Now there is a Twitch stream that they, they cycle through different games and there's a whole community based on playing the game through together, which I thought is kind of neat. Very cool. Um, And the last honorable mention for us is uh, like the, the original anime sucks. You can't go back to it. It is so hard to watch. (laughs) Um, But they recently released a a series, but it's, it's very short contained episodes. It's called Pokemon Twilight Wings. And uh, there's a little bit of a sad plot to it, too, but it looks cool. The ideas are neat and it moves really fast. It's coherent. So uh, it's on YouTube if you wanted to watch a little bit of Pokemon. Pokemon Twilight Wings. Pokemon Twilight. (laughs) They sparkle. Stuart, I choose you. (laughs) Oh, Chalupa, you don't even know how close to a joke you got now in the new games. You don't only oh, just no. catch your fucking Pokemon. You have to go in search of the shiny Pokemon. Stupid. Oh, shiny. <laughs> Got my Pokemon right here. Eject. Oh, what Eject. a handsome boy. He's our canine. Some of us have four-legged children. Brian. <laughs> if my child was a man, it would have three legs. <laughs> <laughs> just like its mom. <laughs> yeah, just like its mother. God, she pegs me hard. <laughs> Aw. I love it, though. Every every bit about it makes it's me happy. super effective. Yeah. <laughs> so what if I end up with hemorrhoids from it? Brian used slam. Not very effective. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us on this Pokemon adventure. It was a ton of fun to research and do. Uh, I think it was pretty good toe-to-toe, boys. I like this. That was fun. No, yeah. good walk uh, down memory alley. Next, Digimon. <laughs> oh god, uh, Dude, Digimon is a show I found better than Pokemon, but I I didn't really get into it. Like I couldn't remember shit from Digimon. Uh, Pokemon like stuck with me because I was so invested in. Well, the, the Pokemon video game show was so much better too. Yeah, <laughs> the Pokemon movies. Oh, we didn't even talk about the movies or the album. <laughs> there was an album. Yeah, Pokemon. Well, for the movie, right? Oh yeah. Um, I remember borrowing it from a friend of mine. That's crazy. Like, what a sick album. <laughs> yeah, I, so I believe I own the soundtrack as well for Pokemon the first movie. Oh yeah, I went to I went to theaters for both. Mm-hmm. Probably the, both the first two. Pretty... It had uh, <laughs> had some Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, and Sync. Uh-huh. Ninety eight degrees. I'm gonna have to look this up. 
All right, Absolute folks. Good time. That's going to end it for us this week. Uh, we are Couch Critics Canada. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. We don't really post anything to that yet, but we're planning on it. Uh, you can always email us to, to give us your thoughts and opinions. Did we miss something huge? Uh, Couch Critics canada at gmail.com uh we've also started a facebook profile just to have a uh, little bit of a presence on facebook it's a little easier for us to manage and hopefully uh do something interesting there so uh friend us on facebook at couch critics uh look for the logo uh rate review us five stars please and anytime that you give us a five star rating we will read some of the reviews on air uh, do we have any of those reviews ready? I don't know if I have any of them up, but we'll see if we can find them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We're supposed to read reviews. Hold on. Uh, while we do that, do you guys want to My give... Apple reviews. Oh, sorry. I got them. Oh, you got them? Yeah, I got them up. Bad Bets. Don't know who that is, but they said, great show. They tend to wander a little, but I really enjoyed the show. Is it okay to review your own show? Tim? Yes. It is okay. Then we have Sultan of Smoke saying, really enjoy the show. As a movie lover, this is an awesome pot. Sultan of Smoke. Then nice. Mr. PA, no idea who this is. He says, triple C for you and me. CCC is a great blend of good points and laughs. Aw, that was nice. very nice of uh, Mr. PA. No clue who that could be. What a What a nice guy. Not after 30 podcasts. Go check it out. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Thank you for the reviews. Keep them coming. Uh, we like five-star reviews with inappropriate things as well. So if you give a five-star review and then say, read this on on the podcast, bitches, and uh, <laughs> give us something, we will read it. Yeah. We will absolutely read it. And if you have a request for an impression, we could do our best with that too, maybe. Yeah, I, I do horrible impressions very well. That's a wonderful <laughs> idea. I would love to hear that. <laughs> Give us a couple of lines and how, who the person you want us to read it as. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they will be done horribly by me. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> awesome. Well, thank you very much. You can find us on uh, individually on the the links uh my instagram is not underscore just underscore bs uh twitch.tv slash not just bs chalupa i'll let you say plug your deets yeah uh, you can follow me on instagram at chalupa cabra five two if you send me a message i got my private account so send me a message let me know where you heard me from and i will add you see you then uh, you can also also find me on my other podcast channel, Bearded and Bored, where we talk about everything pop culture and uh, otherwise just kind of do a bunch of random episodes. We've got uh, a series going on right now where we're going through all the Star Wars movies. Uh, we've been reading a lot of Reddit stories, which uh, I find fantastic. And there's always the off chance that uh, Chalupa or Brian might join us over there for an episode sometime. Mm-hmm. I would love to have an episode where Tim just tells me crazy theories and I just try to roast him for them. But he tries <laughs> to keep he just tries to keep going as long as possible. Like just he's super serious and I'm no, no, not but there's this one. serious at all. I this think that totally would be legit. great content. 
I, I, it may piss him off or may piss me off, but I think it would be hilarious content. Well, it, if you're down for that, because I'm open to being roasted, I would love to have both of you guys on. And like you would have to come with both barrels and even I, I would be roasting me too. But the old Midnight Owl episodes, like start playing it. And as we go through how terrible they were, we just like pause it and roast and then just keep going. So it's just us doing commentary over them. Then I get to reuse them and put them back up. <laughs> it's self-serving. Yeah, I can that works. <laughs> <laughs> we can make them listenable by making fun of it. Wow. That's uh, by the way, Dan Merle, plug in, plug in a random dude's YouTube because this man loves movies and good for him. M-U-R-R-E-L-L just put up his Oscar reviews for uh animation documentary international and short films so he's gonna be doing lots of reviews coming up clean up this week for the oscars i'm gonna check it out he's a he's a good guy maybe one day he'll come on the show Ooh, yeah that'd be awesome yeah that's that's the hope he he knows his fucking movies though this guy he's a stud when it comes to movies (laughs) but yeah that's our friendly little check them out. Anything before we go, guys? You know, we used to do this. We kind of stopped. Anything that you've watched in the past two weeks? Anything that's top of mind for you that you want to plug? Uh, I'll jump in real quick. Uh, I'm catching up on Rick and Morty right now, and uh, it has been nice. a cynical wonderland of fun. I, I, I'm oh, enjoying dude. it so much. We'll have to do an episode because I know that you're going to be all about that. Yeah, yeah. I I would love to do a Rick and Morty episode. I've actually only watched I've watched all the episodes, but I've I've no, only rewatched maybe a couple. So I it would be interesting because a lot of people watch mm-hmm. it religiously a lot more than me. So like a lot of the references I get because we love movies and they they literally it's every episode's a spoof off something, right? <laughs> Pretty well, yeah. So, uh. I will say, Tim, if you're like, are you just catching up or are you rewatching? Uh, I'm just catching up. I had watched one and two so many times, but because of the break between three, I hadn't done that. So now I'm up to season four just because there's so few episodes like well done on them to keep it to 10 episodes. Of course, I want more, but like to keep it as contained it is as it is. I think that only mm-hmm. serves to make this show even better. Uh. You have not. Wait, are you done season four? Or are you going on season four? I am into season four. Let me bring up the episode I'm on right now. Uh, it's the one where Morty gets the dragon. Episode four. <laughs> <laughs> Slut dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're going to be loving that one there, uh, Tim, especially with your D&D knowledge and everything. It's pretty much where the Rick and Morty D&D came from. I was struggling to remember which dragon movie this is kind of like winking at because uh, the older voice. Dragonheart. Dragonheart. Yeah, dragon Thank you. That was driving me nuts. Yeah. Sean Connery. Sean I'm a yeah. dragon. Yeah. Uh, when it's, I'm the last. When it's my the, turn. The to... ultimate TV movie though. Dragonheart used to be on like TBS. The, we swear. owned it on VHS. Dennis Quaid. As a knight in England. Guess how yeah, many how movies are in that uh, film series? Oh, I want to say multiples. three. There's yeah. a shitty made for 
TV movie uh, pretty well, the second one, or just skipped theaters right off the bat. And there was like an Asian dragon, and you could do like an ice breath or something. It was fucking stupid. I I only thought two, but uh, Tim, do you know how many? I I Googled it before I I was going to make a guess. I I knew there was probably three. There's five. There's five, isn't there? There's four. Four. And Vengeance just came out. Originally, I thought there was three. Yeah, they had a 2020 movie come out 5.3 out of 10 better than some of the oscar films this year <laughs> <laughs> you guys are being generous uh, oh my we god we should do a top five dragon movies i'm oh, sure we can oh, carry that rain of fire bit. is gonna be way up uh, yeah. there it's so good it like rain of fire comes to mind right away absolutely with uh christian bale talking about how him and um fuck what's his name gerard butler actually came up with star wars Yes. They're having the lightsaber battle, and it's like, did you write that? Of course I did. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, yeah. Never-ending story. Does that count as a dragon movie? I don't know if it's a dragon movie. Has would you even call that guy a dragon? I mean, Falcor is supposed to be like the the Chinese dragon, right? Like the luck dragon. What is China know about dragon? I'll give you that if you give me Mulan. I mean, it counts. It's got Mushu, right? Mushu. Uh, Sashwan Dragon would be my favorite dragon. So we should we. I would definitely talk because, like, Spirited Away, uh, Desolation of Smog, mm. uh, yeah, Arena Fire. Holy shit! There's so many Willow. I know dragons. They're popular for a bit. I always, I was always cynical, and I'd be like, "We never have any movies about griffins." I was always a big griffin yeah. fan when I was in junior high. Shrek like, Shrek is a dragon movie. There's a dragon in Shrek. They bang. Yeah. <laughs> little little fiery than furry donkeys. I've uh, never had anybody Potter? to talk to with uh how to train your dragon with. That is a fucking great movie. Oh my god, heartbreaking at times. Mm. You just uh, that movie is one of those animated movies that like gets gets you right here. Mhm. Yeah. It's like, like hey, it we're going like, to kill your parents. Just, yeah. Based on your guys' recommendation, actually, the other night I uh, wanted to just check out Up finally because I like I I had gotten so much buzz or whatever I didn't pay attention to it. Then you guys talked. Uh, well, I think we were talking about Coda, just uh, heartfelt movies. I bawled like a child, and that movie was not what I expected it to be. First five minutes, man. Oh, <laughs> it breaks you down, and then you're you're left trying to build yourself up. I'm oh, a, absolutely. I'm a huge fan of old school adventurer like shows and themes in movies and like that whole aspect to it. I thought it was so cool. Uh, the talking dogs seemed neat. Like that was that was a fun movie. I am Doug. <laughs> I'm your best friend. Yeah. Yeah, Squirrel. It, it gets you, man. It gets you big time. It, it hits home and like I feel like the older you get, the more it hits you. Like I haven't rewatched in a while. I'm scared. I'm scared of what that's going to do to me. The softer I get. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what kind of uh, asshole but... was rating that movie when the kid goes up to finally get his badge at the end and his dad still doesn't fucking show up and like the old yeah. bag comes out. I was just like, why, why do this to me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, Rick and Morty back to that real quick. <laughs> you're close 
the vat of acid episode i think it's episode so episode eight. Oh my god great, it's my favorite episode great opener yeah <laughs> uh i absolutely love that episode <laughs> it's been a year or two since i went and watched uh rick and morty and i'm looking forward to that uh but like the the citadel of ricks i just rewatched mm. the the second part of that I like. I hope they pick up that thread because I just, I forgot the the involved writing in a twenty minute episode that they could get out all of that story. It's absolutely yeah. insane. There's no wasted time in that entire thing. Nope. They really thought it through. <laughs> is what it is. is. Is what it's always been. Morty's killing Morty's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez, oh, man. Anyway. I guess I got to catch the guy that did this. Oh, jeez. Chalupa, what have you been watching? What have you watched oh, lately? Um, I watched Manchester by the Fucking Sea uh, nice. for the first time. That was a heavy movie at times. Pretty, uh, pretty good dark humor, too, from time to time. And I thought it was really good. It took me a little while to realize it was like flashbacks and stuff, too. And I was like, mm. what's happening here? Oh, he's flashing back. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that's really good. Um, I tried watching the Big Mouth spinoff, HR. Eh, not that great. I, was, uh, I really tried, and I really do like Big Mouth. Like, it's fucking hilarious. But, yeah, I don't know. It just wasn't for me. Uh, so I started watching the new Archer, the newish Archer season. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I haven't some, watched uh, Archer in ages. Yeah, what else did I watch? Did I watch another movie or a different TV? Oh, and then Tara and I are catching up on Working Moms because that's actually mm. pretty good pretty good uh, CBC content, actually. Nice. Ooh, and then I watched the triplets of uh, Belleville um, animation. Uh, got nominated for uh, Oscar for Best Animation Picture back in, like, fuck, 2005 or six or something. Pretty unusual animation at times like definitely emphasizing certain like the the son is a sort of the grandson is a cyclist in tour de france so like his legs are massive but his body's super tiny um yeah yeah kind of odd and quirky at times but in the end it was quite heartwarming and kind of you know had some good mm -hmm. laughs here and there that's good a music. that's a pull in a long time since i've heard of heard anyone mention triplets of belleville yeah, I was going through a lot of the animated uh, Oscar noms for um, best nominated animation uh, motion picture. Um, and there was a, a bunch that I started adding to my list and my, my own personal list. So like the breadwinner I want to watch. I've been meaning to see Persepolis for quite some time. Still haven't mm, watched that one. Film. I like watching the more independent ones. Like, don't get me wrong, like Pixar and Disney always have a place in my heart. But I find that a lot of the independent and uh, smaller um, branded uh, creations um, are, are pretty cool like a song um, a song for the sea uh, wolf walkers fantastic animation really cool story mm. um, yeah hiring Irish actors and stuff like that really cool so yeah <clears throat> that was another movie I watched recently um, nice. uh, myself I have uh, watched the latest season of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel uh, very good show. Hey, the acting's good. It feels it's one of those shows where 
it, the way it's shot and the way it's done, it feels like you're almost like watching a Broadway play. Oh, cool. Like the way, the way the dialogue is, how it's filmed. I, and I really like it. It's, it's very inviting. Like you feel like you're right there, like a part of it. Uh, the dialogue's great. It's obviously about a female in China on the rise in, uh, like we're talking, what decade would that be? Try to think what decade. Probably fifties. Uh, yeah, I think I w- would say f- post-war. Yeah, maybe even a bit later than that. Maybe like sixties, seventies. Yeah, Mad Men um, era. Just uh, yeah, yeah. The, like season one, they say took place in the late fifties because I was thinking Lenny Bruce is one of the characters in it, which also is very interesting seeing. Uh, seeing like the how they perceive Lenny Bruce in there, uh, it's won a shit ton of Emmys. Like it's won like twenty primetime Emmys. Uh, Rachel Brosnahan does a really good job. It's written by Amy Sherman Palladino, which is I believe that's the person that wrote Gilmore, Gilmore Girls. Girls. So it's very dense okay. uh, from a dialogue perspective, which can be good and bad. Alex Borstein though, like is she steals the show for me. She plays like the, the manager and she's fucking hilarious. Absolutely hilarious. Uh, like there's no, not much more I can say about that. You know, you got people like Kevin Pollack that play like the father-in-law. Um, you're talking a Jewish family in New York, basically. Um, yeah, it's good. And, uh, I think his name's Luke Kirby, the guy who plays Lenny Bruce. Is he does such a good job as Lenny Bruce, like such a good job. Mm. He actually uh, he actually won Outstanding Guest Actor in a Comedy Series at the Emmys in 2019 for his for playing Lenny Bruce. Okay, oh, like Lenny <laughs> only he's in like two episodes a season, basically. He's not in a ton of episodes, right? So. But highly recommended if you haven't seen it. The latest, uh, and it it's not fallen off. Last season, I was like, uh, this season comes back strong. Nice. And then uh, my wife and I have started to watch the second season of Upload. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that at all. No. So Upload is a comedy drama. And the premise of the show is uh, just before you die, you can pay a lot of money if you're rich to have your consciousness uploaded so you die but your consciousness consciousness exists and there's it's basically like you're in a retirement home forever uh and based off how much money you have like you can have a really great experience or a not so great experience right you basically buy data and buy amenities there right so it's for the rich uh but there's a there's a lot of complications to why the main character is there. Because uh, he was working on a competing solution to this where it would be free for everyone. Oh, to cool. Upload. Yeah. So uh, it is a little more, more lighthearted. There's some rom-com aspect, but it's it's an interesting show. I, I like it. It draws a good balance between like silly funny with a little bit of like sci-fi conspiracy type stuff in there uh and like the way it pokes fun at humanity and uh a our our drive to live forever 
but B also like the the difference in the in the lives that people live based off how much money they have. It's a good show. I like it. And the second season seems interesting so far. So I think I'm sticking with it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I I know I already had my turn, but just one thing so quickly. Uh, If anyone out there is watching the Orville, please friend us on Facebook and talk to me about it because uh, I started watching that after I watched uh, an episode with Chalupa and I'm losing my mind. This is the biggest love letter to Star Trek I've ever seen. Makes it so much fun again. Uh, yeah. I and I it. can't help out at all because I've only seen a few Star Trek episodes. Uh, it's so cool seeing but something. But Tim's is like, I want to talk to you. And I'm like, I don't know these things. So. <laughs> the old, help uh, Tim out, everybody. The show. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, join us there. Talk to us there. Uh, if that's it, bye, guys. Sweet. All right. Take care, everyone. Bam. Recording done. Spotify. It sounds like you're talking about the Much Music CD. Um. It's pretty much the same. <laughs> a little one week from Bare Naked Ladies, probably in there. Big shiny. This is tunes. more of a now. Yes, man. Than a what week did you look at me? <laughs> this is definitely more of like a now two or something. Over yeah. Big shiny tunes. Yeah. Big shiny tunes had some banger CDs until it got really like poppy towards the end. Maybe yeah. a whole oh, they had other Deftones thing. in there. On big shiny tunes back in the day. One eight two Adam song. That's our oh, next toe to toe is big shiny two? tunes top five. Oh, it, big shiny <laughs> tunes two just wins. You have breathe song two, semi charmed life. Then it gets a little sketch with walking in the sun and fly the sugar a song fly. But mm. then you got I drinking in L A. Beautiful people numb by Holly McNarlin. Oh, swallowed by Bush. Push by Matchbox Twenty. Uh, Precious Declaration, Temptation by the Tea Party, Block Rockin' Beats by the Chemical Brothers, Hello, <laughs> My Old Self by Wide Mouth Mason, Paranoid Android. Wide Remote. Mouth Mason. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Remote Saskatchewan. Control by Age of Electric, and then Lady Picture Show, Stone Temple Pilots. Like, that's a banger compula- compilation album. I was a that's big fan of mine. Mine was... Uh, Big Shiny Tunes 5. That's what I, I played on repeat. It was a good one, too. Yeah, some yeah, some really good uh, some tracks that still slap. I wonder if someone's Even put them Big together Shiny on Tunes. Spotify, like all the playlists, like Big Shiny Tunes 1. Big Shiny yeah. Tunes 1, man. One More Astronaut, Machine Head, uh, Tahitian Moon, which you guys may know, may not. Porto for Pyros, good song. Queer by Garbage, Sweet Dreams, the Manson version. Scooby Snacks by Fun Loving Criminals. Oh, that's the one that has the sample from uh, from Pulp Fiction. The listen up, this is a robbery. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Just a girl. 
uh, Aeroplane, good in everyone. Some Sloan, some better than Ezra. You see in New Orleans. good in everyone. Mm. Yeah, some Oil classics. Lister, Alone and Easy Target by Foo Fighters. Ophelia by Moist. Oh, Moist. <laughs> you know what I love doing too is also going on Spotify and looking up like the different NHL tracks. For oh EA yeah, Sports. that's always <laughs> oh, a good yeah. one. Like, yeah, oh, I remember we're changing rosters to this. Woo! Wasn't. I'm gonna look up Big Shine Tunes Five now. Not bad. Not bad. It holds up. Ben, oh, load me up, Matt. Matt, good. I'm Get a, I'm a Matt good fan. What uh, was Kryptonite? Three Doors Down, Sour Girl, Good Stone Temple Pilot Song, Bad Touch, <laughs> uh, American Psycho, Take a Picture, They Filter, Good Change Up Song. That's a good change up song. Go from American American Psycho and then Take a Picture, and uh-huh. then uh, and then Wonderful by Everclear, the change up into Adam Song, rearranged, uh-huh. arguably the best Limp Biscuit song. Weedest Teenage Dirtbag. This album slaps. Uh, I see. Right, by right. Peppers. Makes no difference. Good Sum 41 song. And then, yeah, Deftones. Stupefy by Disturb. Uh, oh, it, it finishes weak, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. Finishes no. Kid Rock and Nickelback, the last yeah. two. Uh, I mean, Jay Englishman more was an okay Wake song. Wake up, my skin is bare. My skin is bare. What was the better movie between the Pokemon movie and the very first Power Rangers movie? Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's a tough call, man. Ivan Ooze versus whatever the hell happened in the Pokemon movie. <laughs> Christopher Lloyd. Hmm. I'm going to go with Pokemon. Pokemon was better. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I think you just tied a lot of loose ends for the Pokemon fan. Mm-hmm. So many questions answered. And then it got really dark now as an adult. You watch it and like Mewtwo's just super twisted. It's great. Yeah. I might like Mewtwo's to... speaking English and then Mew's just like Mew. And he's <laughs> like, uh, yes, you are right. <laughs> I am an abomination. I'm going to have to go with the Power Rangers movie. Father! <laughs> Uh, I think we need to just do a general episode where we talk about big shiny tunes now, Chalupa. Yeah, I really do. Absolutely. Uh, and just compilation albums in general, because compilation albums don't get a lot of love, but there's some good ones. Looking back, much music now, big shiny tunes. If you guys send me like one or two uh, each uh, compilation albums to listen to before we do that episode, I'll sit down and listen to them. Mm. Yeah, man, for sure. You're like, just uh, rocking out and crying while you're on the on the line at because <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's albums that like Please like the guy me. album. I think it was the guy oh. album. What was it called? Oh, Jack. Um, kids pop. One kids pop. Two. I had a I had a thing called the guy album. I don't know if it's a big. Uh, Oh, here it is. Yeah. It was like Bowit Dava, The Bad Touch, then Big Bottom by Spinal Tap. <laughs> At least oh, I got yeah. Made by Space Hog. Remedy oh, yeah. by The Black Crows. Asshole by Dennis Leary. Rock and <laughs> uh, Dig It by Tom Wilson. Soul Man. 
Uh, it's been a long time by Southside Johnny. <laughs> uh, Chocolate Salty Balls by Chef. Oh yeah. Atomic Dog by George Clinton for those uh, for those jazz fans out there. George Clinton, great, uh, great George Clinton, great musician. Oh no, uh, time has come London. today. Night, uh, Chamber Brothers, Werewolves of London, Do the Bearcat, Ooh. yeah, yes, Ooh. shot by Stevie Ray Vaughan, The Hockey Song by Stompin' Tom Connors, and then yeah. it ended with the great, like the I am the greatest Cassius Clay speech, the Muhammad Ali, uh, thing. But that was back when he was still Clashes Clay. I am the greatest. I've never seen this as Spinal Tap, but it's always yeah. been on my list. Yeah, it was uh, good times. 